0: The Mortgage Calculator, your favorite non-QM lender with over 5,000 unique loan products.
1: Welcome to Daily Mortgage Rates Live with The Mortgage Calculator. We will wait just a few minutes here to get started, wait for everybody to have a chance to jump on, let us go live live. On all the different platforms, we are streaming live on YouTube, Facebook, Instagram, and So feel free to, we got the, the chat up there on the screen, feel free to drop a comment there as you tune in while we're waiting. Good morning everybody that's already <laughs> dropping comments in there, Ben, Africa, Mars, Sanar. Welcome to the Mortgage Calculator team that's tuning in. Adam, Jason, the other ad. Thank you everybody for tuning in nice and early. And we'll get started here in just one minute. Alright, the other Jason tuning in, Pearl, Samantha, thank you everyone for tuning in and dropping comment. Alright, it looks like we are live on all the different platforms so we can go ahead and get started. Feel free to keep dropping comments in the chat as we go. So welcome everyone, my name is Kyle Hershey, I'm the COO of the Mortgage Calculator, joined here by our President Nick Hershey and our Sales Manager Jose Gonzalez. What we do every weekday morning on this show is go through the live rates of actual mortgage programs. And then we do a deep dive into a different topic every day. Today's deep dive is going to be ITIN loans. So our sales manager, Jose Gonzalez, with 27 years of experience, is going to do a deeper dive into that topic. But before we do that, like we do every day, Nick, let's go ahead and pull up our pricing tool so we can see the rates for today for some different
2: programs. All right, lots of news in this last week. So hopefully we see some good action. Let me go ahead and change my screen and we will get started. All right, so this is our pricing tool for our team of mortgage professionals. This will allow us to see the general rates and APRs with all the costs included. For today, it is June 5th, just after 11 a.m. Eastern. Most of our programs have some live rates that are just being issued right now. And so we'll go ahead and check those out. If you'd like a full loan estimate with all of the different fees itemized that go into the APR, please get with one of our team members. We'd be happy to send that over. We have over 300 licensed loan officers and can do primary second homes in 24 states. And we can do our business purpose DSCR loans, which we love to do as well, in 44 states. So please get with our team if you'd like a full breakdown. For our demo today, we will set up a nice easy scenario, a loan amount of $400,000. we will set an LTV of 80% loan to value. That means 20% down payment. We will set the desired price to 99. That means we're going to ask the computer to find the best rate for one discount point in costs. That's the most common request from our customers. So that's what we'll check out today. We will compare our conforming conventional products. Then we'll check out FHA rates. And then we'll go into our expanded guidelines, AKA non-QM, where we have over 5,000 additional loan programs where we can use alternative income. That's where the I-10 loan that Jose is going to go over later falls into as well. Remember, VA is only for our eligible vets and active service members. If you do happen to be eligible, please let us know. We'd be happy to quote it, but not everybody is, so we don't do that live. And same with USDA, that's only for properties that are eligible in a rural area. If you do happen to be shopping there, let us know. We'd be happy to quote it, but not everybody is. So we'll start with conforming conventional. We'll do a purchase, 30-year fix, pretty standard loan, primary occupancy, single-family home, one unit, state of Florida, county of Miami-Dade, and for all of our demos today, we use an estimated FICO score of 760 and an estimated debt-to-income ratio of 40. So with those basic settings, let's check out the rates. This a little bit higher, I think, than last week. Just a touch, right around the same. So uh, we're at 6.875 here for the best option for 0.875 discount points. And an APR just a touch over 7, 7.037. I believe last week we are just a touch below 7 at 6.9 something. Uh, So some great options here for our customers looking for conventional and most of our customers that for some reason don't quite qualify for conventional or maybe just want to compare. Typically, the next option we want to look at is an FHA program. So we'll set up the same 80% loan to value. Everything else will stay exactly the same. So we can compare APRs. So we can compare apples to apples across the program. And... Let's check out the FHA rates. Remember, FHA allows a little more leniency on the debt to income as well as credit issues. So here's the best option today for FHA, 6.125 rate for 0.875 discount points and costs and a final APR of seven or 6.713. So just under 7 there. Remember, the conventional was just right at 7. So in this case, for this exact scenario... FHA is actually a little bit cheaper, even including the upfront mortgage insurance and yearly mortgage insurance that are required for FHA loans. So uh, with some recent changes there, definitely recommend anybody out there looking for conventional. In some cases, FHA may actually be a little bit cheaper. So definitely would compare those two options. Now for our customers that don't qualify for either conventional or FHA, many other banks and lenders don't have other options, but that's where we love to specialize. So here at the Mortgage Calculator, We have over 5,000 other loan programs that most other banks and lenders don't have. That's under our expanded guidelines, aka non-QM. So we'll set everything else up the same as before. But notice when we select non-QM, we have a new option, income verification, which I mentioned before. We can use alternative income. So full DOC is two years of tax returns. That's what FHA and conventional typically require. So that's what most people are used to. So we would usually choose a non-QM program in order to select one of these alternative options, such as asset-related options, business bank statement options. We have our investor DSCR options we'll talk about in a minute. We have our personal bank statement options, RSU, stated, VOE, 1099, PNL, no income, tons of different options here. But our most popular by far for a primary home in this example is a personal bank statement 12-month program. And that's going to be for our self-employed borrowers. Many times our self-employed borrowers, when they submit two years of tax returns, have various write-offs and things going on, which may not allow them to qualify or may not allow them to qualify for as much income as they want. So in this case, instead of using two years of tax returns, we're simply going to use their last 12 bank statements to determine a debt-to-income ratio of 40% in this example, using their actual cash in their bank statements rather than their tax returns. So most self-employed borrowers will qualify for much more, double, triple, quadruple the income that they would under the two-year tax return guidelines. So these typically are solutions for our borrowers that need a little bit of extra help or don't qualify at all and now can qualify for the home that they really want. So these non-QM programs do have a little bit higher rates, but again, they're great solutions for our borrowers that may need that little extra nudge. So here's a great option for 7.375 rate for 0.625 discount points and costs, and a final APR of 7.429. So remember, conventional was just over seven, so just a little bit higher, about 0.4 higher in APR here And final costs. There is an option to use bank statements. So great option here, very comparable. We love it when non-QM is right there, right in the comparison with both FHA and conventional. So definitely recommend if you need a little bit of extra help, especially if you're an entrepreneur, self-employed, definitely get with our team. Check out some of these bank statement options. Now, if we scroll down here, you'll see there's a ton of different options here. They're all different. Some of these may allow things like bankruptcies and foreclosures at these higher rates that you see here, uh, where they may have alternative credit documentation guidelines. So a lot of flexibility under non-QM. So not only flexibility for income, but flexibility for other things as well. So please get with our team they'll find the program that works best for you so you can get that home of your dream. Now, before we go into Jose's example, which is a specific type of non-QM loan here, it's not listed in this list, but Jose will give you some specifics on the I-10 versions of non-QM. But before we go into that, we always wanna do our live rates for investment. So under investment property, we love to work with our first-time investors or our seasoned investors with dozens of properties. We have some great options for both. So for our investment properties, we'll set up the same scenario, 80% loan to value, 20% down payment. And we're simply going to compare our two options here, which are conforming conventional for investment properties, as well as expanded guidelines, aka non-QM. Remember, FHA, VA, and USDA are not eligible for investment properties. So we just have these two to compare. We'll start with conforming conventional. Everything else will stay exactly the same as our other demos. All we've done is edit the occupancy here to investment property. So let's see what that does for our conventional rate. So the best option the computer found, uh, even though it's a lot of points here, a 7% rate for 4.375 discount points of cost. Probably not even a legal quote to send there. Uh, so most likely it would be this next option. Uh, but the best APR, it looks like 7.279 for conventional investment. Remember... For conventional programs over the last year or so, they have added additional penalties or loan level price adjustments for investment properties. So unfortunately, we can't find any options for one discount point cost. Uh, The most reasonable option would probably be this one, the 7.375 for 3.375 discount points. And most investors don't mind going a little bit higher in rate to save discount points. Most investors would like to, uh, in this example, save this $13,500 in cash to invest in something else. So definitely recommend most of our investors check out our other options, even if they do qualify for conventional. So for our final demo, let me click back to the pricer, set this back up to what we've had the whole time. And we'll choose our last example here under investment properties for expanded guideline so we have to select a income verification first as i stated before our most popular option for investment properties is going to be our dscr program that's actually our most popular loan by far for our entire company that's because it doesn't require any income or employment at all we're simply going to use the estimated rental income from the property we're purchasing in this example to determine a dscr stands for debt service coverage ratio so as long as the estimated Rental income can cover the PITIA, the expenses of the mortgage, on a monthly basis. That's a ratio of 1.00 or higher, a.k.a. the property cash flows on a monthly basis. It's positive cash flow. We still have options if the ratio is under 1.00, a.k.a. the property doesn't cash flow on a monthly basis. But for our demo today, I'll go ahead and delete this so we can see all the different options. And the last thing we have to select is a prepayment penalty that is standard for an investment property under non-QM. So we always select three years for our demo. There are options for no prepayment. There are limited options and they cost more, so we don't do that live. And same with five years, not all loan programs allow five years. When we do, it saves a little bit more money, but the most common option is three years. So that's what we always select for our demo. So with these basic settings, let's check out our flagship product, the DSCR. So best option here, 7.99 rate. 0.850 discount points at cost and a final APR just a hair above 8.0. So we saw the conventional programs were just under seven and a half. Here, our DSCRs are just around eight. So about 0.5 points higher for the uh, between the conventional and the DSCR with a lot of flexibility. Remember, no income, no employment. Our investors can start one, two, five, ten 10 loans at a time to refinance multiple properties, purchase multiple properties. A much easier, less documented loan, so a lot of benefits here for a little bit of cost. Uh, most of our investors, probably about 90% of the investment loans we do today, even if they qualify for conventional, end up selecting a DSCR loan for other benefits here that we have under the DSCR program. So definitely recommend if you're an investor out there, check out the DSCR. It is the best option out there at this time. Uh, one thing to notice here, we have tons of options, hundreds of DSCR options. They do vary on the DSCR value that they accept. Uh, They will vary on prepayment penalties. you hear some with the different prepayment penalties and tons of different options. Please get with our team. They'll navigate which one of these works best for you. Some may allow, again, bankruptcies, foreclosures. Some of these may allow short-term rental income, which we did an episode on last week. So a lot of flexibility here under the DSCR program. Now, let me go ahead and switch my screen and we'll get into our deep dive topic for today. For those of you that joined us earlier, as you know, the topic is I-10, so a very specific subset of our non-QM products, I-10. I think the first thing Jose needs to do is define what an I-10 borrower is, right? There's what they are and what they aren't. They're not a US citizen borrower, and they're not a foreign national borrower, right? They're in between. So very confusing, especially for those of you out there not familiar. No problem. That's what we're here for, is to help you out. But let's go ahead and uh, let's go ahead and start, Jose, with what it is and what it isn't. And then let's get into the examples here on how it works.
0: All right. Good morning, everybody. Thank you for joining us. Daily Rates Live with the Mortgage Calculator. Well, first, let me define what ITIN is. It is an acronym for Individual Payer Identification Number. And this is a tax processing number only available for certain non-resident and resident aliens, their spouses, and dependents who cannot get a Social Security. It is a nine-digit number and starts with the number nine and is formatted in the same way that a Social Security number is formatted. So it's easy to uh, mistake it for a Social Security number if you're just looking at it because it's going to be three numbers, a dash, two numbers, a dash, and three numbers, so, four numbers. So, you know. But just keep in mind that the ITIN document is only for non-permanent resident aliens, so that they can file their tax returns for work that they're doing, either whether they're 1099 or however it is that they are getting their. Their taxes filed, but they need to file them, right? And the only way they can file them is using the ITIN. Now, what I further wanted to state is what an ITIN borrower is not, okay? An ITIN borrower is not a foreign national. Now, by the way, tomorrow we will have our training on working with foreign national borrowers, so you can all tune in for that at 7 p.m. tomorrow. But the ITIN borrower... Derives their income from inside the United States versus the foreign national borrower that derives their income when you're going to use income for the loan from outside of the United States. The ITIM borrower also lives full-time in the United States versus a foreign national borrower that lives full-time outside the United States any occupancy by a foreign national borrower in the US would be as a second whore, as an investment property only it would never ever be as a prime. contrary the item borrower could be primary could they could be purchasing a primary they could be purchasing a second home or they could be purchasing an investment right so it's really important to note That, you know, I-10s, the the only similarity between an I-10 and a foreign national is that both do not have legal status in the U.S. as a permanent resident alien, nor as a U.S. citizen. That's the only similarity that they have. So I got a few examples here to share with you today. Our first example, now we do have.
2: Can you uh, zoom in a little, Jose? I think you zoomed out again. Sure
0: we we do have full doc and we have bank statement options much better for, Thank you. for the i10 so this first example is for a full doc 20% down financing single family residents. so we have good options here with 8.249 thousand dollar lender credit and 6.99 having a cost of nine thousand dollars, which is roughly two and a half points. So now we have our twenty-five percent down investment full doc option. Seventy-five percent is the maximum LTV for this pro- as an investment property, and we have eight point six two four with a nine hundred and thirty-eight dollar lender credit, and you can buy it down to seven point one two four in rate. So now we have a bank statement option. This is pretty cool when you consider the I-10 can use bank statements to purchase. So again, here is our bank statement rate, 8.249 with a $500 lender credit and 6.99. So it's a little bit difference in the pricing. There's like a $500 adjustment in the cost. So like a little bit over 0.1 points in adjustment for using bank statement on the primary. And then investment, we can go ITIN, bank statement, investment, which is a very good option as well. So you see 8.624, a little bit of a rate adjustment there at par, and then 7.249 is our lowest rate option. And now we have some cash out options. Here is our primary cash out. Now, is a little bit of a LLPA there for the cash out option. So we're looking at 8. 0.99 with a cost of just under two points there. Is actually, that the, a little, That's little the max cash out then? Yes. The max cash out is 75% for the primary. Gotcha. And for the primary cash out with bank statements, it's still 75%. Just a little bit of an add-on in cost. because you see over here with 73.26 as the cost. And now here for the bank statement option, same LTV. 75 percent for the primary 8175 is a cost and then investment maximum LTV investment is 70 percent for the cash same rate just a little bit higher cost 5576 for full doc I tend last but not least our bank statement option for investment I10 70 percent. LTV with a cost of seventy six thirty seven, which is just over two points. So we do have a lot of good options. Many people are not aware that the bank statement investment option or bank statement primary option is available for ITIN because many of the conduits out there for ITIN only allow primary and second home. But we do have the investment option, and we do have the investment option with alternative. Income. So please do consider that because there are a lot of I 10 loan opportunities out there. All
2: right, we got one question here from Nelson. Can we do a borrower purchase for a restaurant for a National I 10? No credit, purchase price 200K. A <laughs> little bit I, of mixed, mixed signals
0: there, I think. I seriously doubt it. I mean, that's you first of all, you're looking at a restaurant, which is you haven't stated if they're also buying the real estate or if this is just. A business purchase, right? Uh, oh, but, he put
2: in a, another comment. Owner operated.
0: Okay, so but still, we're assuming here this is only a business purchase at two hundred thousand. We don't know if you haven't stated if it includes the real estate. But any any if it doesn't include the real estate, any loan like this would typically be an SBA loan, and uh, there is not an I ten option as far as I am aware for SBA.
2: Yeah, SBA for, for 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 US. for I ten yeah yeah it's only for U S citizens you got to be a citizen to get the the government programs here, um, but foreign national I ten are different there too Nelson remember that's what Jose was going over they could be a foreign national and they could have an I ten but they're not an I ten borrower right so if they're a true foreign national we'll just leave it at foreign national whether they have an I ten or not just means they might have done some income in the U S doesn't mean they live in the U S. No credit uh, is not possible for I-10s. So that also leads me to believe that this is a true foreign national because it's not really possible for an I-10 to have no credit, nor did anything Jose just presented you have options for no credit I-10s, right? Someone that lives in the U.S., pays taxes in the U.S., is a permanent resident of the U.S., not legally, but lives here permanently, uh, pays taxes here, needs to have credit here for any of the options we just went over for I-10s. Foreign nationals we will go over tomorrow. And those do not require credit. So, yeah, definitely a couple little mixed signals there. Definitely some difficult action on that deal for you there, Nelson.
0: Yeah, for sure. I mean, the the no credit is uh, great for the foreign nationals. But the ITIN, the only differences uh, for the ITIN borrower when you're going to be approving them and the non-ITIN national borrower is is going to be in that, you know, they're not going to qualify for your agency loan, you know, and there's, it's going to be lower LTV, but like Nick stated, they still need to meet all of the other requirements to qualify, you know, credit, income, assets, and anything else that's associated with the loan. Hmm.
2: All right. We got another question here. I think people are, this is good though. There's some confusion, but that's what we want. So Monica... Asking if an I-10 person starts an LLC, uses it for two years, does that change anything as far as counting that income?
0: Not at all. I mean, that looks like you're dealing with a self-employed borrower. So at that point, you know, you're going to see: do are you going to go full doc after doing your income analysis, or are you going to go bank statements? And in in doing that analysis, you're going to figure: is there any kind of a meaningful difference in pricing between one or the other. In the example we showed, I think there was like a 0.1, a little bit over 0.1 points difference. So not much of a difference at all between those, but it's just income. That's all we're talking about there.
2: So that's a good thing, Monica, right? That that means they've properly documented their self-employment income. You can use bank statement. You can probably use full doc if they properly set it up. So that's a good thing. Uh, That's definitely not a bad thing that I-10 program, I think that's All it right. for questions.
1: Yeah, I don't see anything else. So if you do have any questions about these programs or want one of our loan officers to walk you through it, you can feel free to contact us at themortgagecalculator.com. You can email us at info at as well. Now, we do this show every single weekday at 11 a.m. Eastern Time, where we go through the different rates and do a deep dive into a topic, and we will have a different topic tomorrow. So, thank you, Nick. Thank you, Jose. Thank you, everyone, for tuning in, and we hope to see you tomorrow at 11 a.m. Eastern Time for the next episode of Daily Mortgage Rates Live with the Mortgage Calculator. Everyone have a great day.
0: Thanks, everybody. Thank you, everybody. Have a great day.